February is usually one of the worst months in video game releases, but not in 2022. So many big games were delayed out of 2021, but they've all piled up for one of the greatest Februaries in the history of the industry. With multiple Game of the Year candidates launching in the next several weeks, it will be a challenge to spend your money wisely. Zombie games are in no short supply, but few of them feature an open world and radically branching story pass. That's what you get with Dying Light 2, the follow-up to Techland's smash hit. Rumors have been swirling that there's 500 hours of content in the final game, and the studio has supported the first Dying Light for a whopping seven years of DLC. It's hard to imagine that you won't get your money's worth, and then some, out of the sequel. As the song goes, everybody was kung fu fighting, except they weren't, at least not in video games. Kung fu is a massively underrepresented theme in gaming, but Sifu aims to fix that. It's a 3D beat-em-up that carries all the good and the bad from the genre, but its fighting engine is truly unlike anything else. It includes roguelike elements in that every time you die, your character will age, but they also come back smarter after spending experience points on new skills. It's an incredibly unique game, and it's a PlayStation console exclusive for now. Crossfire X was shown at the debut of Xbox Series X, but it's been underground ever since. It's a free-to-play first-person shooter that was initially thought to be multiplayer only, but Remedy, the studio behind Control, Alan Wake, and Max Payne, has chipped in to create a single-player campaign. The game has been huge in Asia for quite a while, but now it's coming to Western Shores, where most players will liken it to the PS2 shooter, Black. It's an Xbox console exclusive, but it's also available for PC. Fighting game releases are few and far between these days. Some may think of it as a dying genre, but when good games hit the market, the community supports them. The King of Fighters 15 is the first game in the series in almost five years, and it brings with it vastly improved netcode to make sure online matches are worth playing. It doesn't introduce a ton of new ideas, but you're now able to pull off EX moves whenever you want. There's also a new parry system called Shatter Strike that should add some depth to this 2D brawler. Much like fighting games, real-time strategy releases have also waned over the last decade or so. One studio that hasn't stopped is Creative Assembly. Its RTS games have become the industry standard, if only because they're released regularly and have a consistent high level of quality. The story-driven Total War Warhammer 3 continues this tradition, and a working knowledge of Warhammer lore certainly helps in following the complicated tale of four factions vying for power. Like most games in this genre, it's a PC exclusive. Guerrilla Games was known for the bleak shooting franchise Killzone before the PS4 era, and then it shockingly released one of the greatest action RPGs of the generation with Horizon Zero Dawn. It's almost five years later to the day, and its sequel, Horizon Forbidden West, is straddling the line between PS4 and PS5. Aloy returns a half year after the events of the first game as she travels to the American West to investigate a dangerous plague. This provides a much wider array of environments that also feel eerily familiar. It's up to you to stop the plague and ultimately total human extinction. Sound familiar? A new weapons crafting system and underwater exploration make sure it feels fresh and new without coloring outside the lines too much. Koei Tecmo's Atelier RPG franchise has been a huge hit in Japan, but it struggled to find the same success in the West. 
The second game in the Sophie trilogy follows the same blueprint as she explores strange lands with her talking book, Platschta. Except this time, she's mysteriously transported to a dreamlike land and must find her pal before it's too late. The same action-driven, turn-based battles have returned with a new skill system that lets party members team up for devastating attacks. From Software has carved out its own niche with punishingly difficult action RPGs that have just about as many haters as fans. It generally makes polarizing games, but Elden Ring is its first olive branch to players who have rejected their aesthetics in the past. It's still plenty difficult, but it takes place in an open world, so you finally have some space to retreat and regroup from a tough battle. The open world also provides an opportunity for other tweaks like mounts and fast travel. Some light stealth elements have also crept into its design, along with being able to equip two weapons of the same class at a time, like Dark Souls 2. There's also infinite stamina outside of combat, minimal fall damage, and more changes that should make it suitable for a wider audience. If you've not enjoyed From's games in the past, this is probably the time to give them another go. Electronic Arts recently purchased Codemasters, and the first release that was developed for a good while under this partnership is Grid Legends. This story-driven driving game utilizes the same tech as The Mandalorian to deliver believable FMV sequences that follow a rookie driver trying to make a mark with an underfunded team. The Nemesis system also returns, where certain drivers will have it out for you and try to run you off the track at every turn. The driving controls have also been tuned to be more user-friendly and in line with franchises like Forza Horizon. The Nintendo Switch has had the monopoly on hardware that can be played both as a handheld and on our TVs, but that all comes to an end with Valve's Steam Deck. Essentially a portable PC, the powerful handheld can take your Steam library on the go and then plug it into a monitor or TV when you get home. Initial impressions have been overwhelmingly positive, and they better be. The cheapest model costs $400, and the one you should probably buy costs $650. But if you've built up a huge library of games on Steam over the years and have a long commute, it should be worth every penny. Thanks for checking out our picks for the 10 games worth buying in February 2022. This month is loaded with great games and the cuts were tough. So head on over to your custom content feed on sifted.net to discover your next favorite. If you like our content, please consider pledging to our Patreon at patreon.com sifted. We'll see you next month.